Welcome to the Rising Tide Leadership Podcast, where each week we will simplify the complexities of your leadership journey. Hello, everybody. Thank you for joining us today. We are excited about today's episode. Actually, I think we get excited about every episode because we are excited about leadership. And even more so, we aim to bring you practical things that you can start applying today, wherever you are in your leadership journey. And this episode will do just that. So download the show notes, follow along if you can, or make sure you download them to review as soon as possible. My name is Amber Jordan, and I am here with Dr. Michael David Morales, aka Mo. Hey, Amber, good to be with you today. And today's episode is titled The Three L's of Leadership. And uh, there's a lot of ways to view leadership. Let's just be honest. There's a ton of stuff out there. And since it's such a changing dynamic, I'm going to give us three actions uh, today to put towards your growth plan out there. So if you don't have a growth plan, this is a great place to start. And since we're already into 2021, this is a good time to do it. And the question is, are these the only three actions you're ever going to need to take? Well, of course not. But I mean, think about it. Like Amber said, there are practical ways that you can start applying today and really for the rest of your life, every situation that you're going to have as a leader. So, man, I'm telling you, we are excited about the uh, issues that we're going to be talking about today. And those three actions, the three L's of leadership are listen, learn, and leverage. Listen, learn, and leverage. So Mo, talk to us about listen. Why must leaders listen? Well, I'd love to start with a quote that my mom used to say to me when I was younger, and it's, you have two ears and one mouth, and you need to use them accordingly. And Amber, I know that you're a mom, and you've probably actually used that with your daughters. <laughs> and if you haven't, spare them. Uh, don't don't use that because I heard that growing up all the time. But it was really important for me to learn that. Uh, I, I just was not a good listener. But I mean, really, how many kids are great listeners, right? So uh, I think that as leaders, we need to realize listening is probably the most important skill. I mean, hear me on that. It is the most important skill that you are going to have to figure out with your followers, the people that you're in charge of. If you're a manager at work, you've got to learn how, how to listen because listening is one of the most important things that we can give to people. And one of my mentors once told me, Mo, Anyone can bloviate, and most people do. And this was me for a majority, well, all of my childhood and uh, as an adolescent. And when I met people like Kevin, they started to teach me about what it means to really listen as a leader. And the reason listening is so important is because we've all got things to say, but Amber, let me let me just ask our listeners this, and I'll ask you this. How many times do we meet somebody, we're introduced to them, and then all of a sudden, 
three minutes into the conversation, we're they're talking and we're staring into their face and thinking, oh my gosh, I just forgot this person's name. <laughs> yeah. Right? And yes. so why do we do that? Well, I'll tell you why we do that. Because we're not listening. <laughs> when we when we meet somebody, we're trying to make a good impression. And that's that's totally cool, right? Because First impressions are important. You're never going to get a second chance to make a first impression, all that kind of stuff. All of that is true. But we totally throw everything else to the side and we're just thinking about ourselves. Me, me, me. What am I going to say? I don't want to look stupid. I need to make sure I say something back. And so we just forget. Well, that would maybe be okay if we just didn't listen when we first met somebody right? But what about me and you, Amber? We've known each other for a long time and all of a sudden we're having a conversation. And how many times have you been, and I'm not saying you specifically, Amber, or even <laughs> me, you know, but for our listeners out there, for our listeners out there, how many times have you been in a conversation with somebody and you weren't listening, you were looking at them, you were given the, the head nod, Right. If you watched uh, that episode of The Office where Dwight's trying to listen and he's really just nodding his head and he's not listening (laughs) because he's being told to do something. And a lot of us are like that because we're nodding and we're looking at people, but really we're formulating our answer in our head. Well, we're formulating our answer because that's important, but it's not the most important thing. So for those of you out there who have not started listening to people, you need to start doing that. And let me give you one of my favorite terms, Amber, that I learned along the way, and it's called active listening. Now, active listening is something that is, it's really hard to kind of come across because we don't like to listen to people. But if we start actively listening to people, meaning we are engaged in the conversation, we are not looking through them, we're looking at them, and we are with them in the conversation, that's really going to help us to start hearing what they say. And we can still formulate those those answers, but we're giving ourselves enough time to actually listen to the people that are talking to us. Because as leaders... Sometimes, Amber, don't we just think, well, we've got all the important things to say. That's because we're the leader, right? Not not only do I think that we think that, but I think I think there is a misconception that it's supposed to be that way. That if we are the leader, we are supposed to be the one giving all the great advice. But oftentimes, if we're not listening, we don't even know what advice is really needed. We're just making stuff up because we think that that's our job. That is such a great point. And leaders, let me give you permission to do something right here in your conversations with people. It is okay not to have the answer. Amber, that is such a great point. We want to have the answer because what I hear you saying right there, Amber, if I hear you correctly, is you just don't want to sound dumb. Right. (laughs) Right. You want to have the answer, don't you? And we think that it's going to then instill confidence in the followers that, oh, my leader always has the answer. But we don't realize that we might not have the answer they actually are looking for. And you know what? A lot of times, even though people are asking for an answer, Amber, and our listeners out there need to know this, that a lot of times we don't want an answer, do we? Sometimes we just want to be heard. 
Uh, any of those, anybody out there with, with, with a spouse or uh, with children or siblings or anybody that's close to you, how many times have you gone to somebody and you just want to, you want to come and let them know how a situation was, how your day was and what do they, they start doing? They start bloviating. They give you all their great wisdom and advice. And you're thinking, wait, when, when did this, when did this become a conversation? I don't want you to talk to me. I want you to listen to me. And so there's a great quote by uh, this guy named uh, Bernard Baruch. And he says, most of the successful people that I've known are the ones who do more listening than talking. So Amber, I'd like to put a bow on this one right here on listening by asking our listeners, when it comes to the people in your life, are you doing more of the talking or are you doing more of the listening? Because the men and women that I spend my time with that invest their time into me, I would say that they do about 80% of the listening and only 20% of the talking. Kevin Cobb is notorious for this. He will just stare into your soul for <laughs> what seems to be hours at a time as you give him whatever you're saying. And he always says, tell me more about that. Break this down for me. Mo, I just heard you say this. Can you tell me more? Leaders, are you doing that with your people? Are you giving them a reason to listen to you? Because if you want people to listen to you, you need to first listen to them. So the first L of leadership is listen, but the next L of leadership is learn. And there are two questions you ask everyone you coach related to this action of learn. I know because they are the two questions that you ask me and you continue to ask me. So the first question you ask someone when, who wants to embark on the leadership journey is what are the three books you are reading right now? Wow. This in itself, Amber, is going to be important for all of our listeners for 2021 to be successful. I once met a guy, and I've met several of these guys, but we're just going to say this one guy that I met years ago, and I asked him this question. And this was a guy who was a pretty smart dude, and he had some influence. And I said, hey, man, what are you reading? And I wanted to know what he was reading so that I could read what he was reading to see, and eh, maybe I can, I, I can glean some information from whatever you know sources that that he's looking at. And he just said, "Mo, I, I don't read." And I'm like, "What? You can't read, or you don't read?" <laughs> and he said, nah, "I don't read. Everything's changing, and everything's a fad." And I just thought, "Man, what a cop out." That was the wrong answer, Amber. <laughs> and so I was thinking to myself what does this guy have to say that's of any value to anybody? Because I remember that I was told and I, I really believe that if you haven't read anything in the last two weeks, you've got nothing that's worth saying to anybody. If you are trying to give people your great wisdom and advice based on your experience, I don't care how important you think you are out there. You're not that important. And so the most important people that I know, the men and women who are, leading people and changing lives 
they are learning on a constant, on a continual basis. They're always reading something. When I go to meet with my mentors, I know they're going to ask me right away what books I'm reading. And I didn't even know that I could ask them the same question. You know, I was kind of scared, like, well, am I like, no, but leaders love that question. They love for you to ask them what, what they're reading, what they're learning, the people that they are drawing their information from. And so, Amber, how many times in our conversations did we talk about the books that we were reading? Every time we had a conversation, I think. And the reason for that is in the beginning, just like me, you weren't reading as much as probably you could have been, correct? <laughs> correct. <laughs> I know I know. The, for everybody out there, it sounds like I'm putting Amber on blast, but I'm really not putting Amber on blast. I'm putting you on blast because <laughs> my guess is you are probably not reading as much as you could be or should be. One of my favorite shows is a show called Lost. And I was a latecomer for all you Lost show people out there. I didn't watch it week to week. One of my buddies actually just recently told me, Mo, you've got to see the show Lost. And he finally got me to, to watch it. And I, I love it. There's a great scene in there with uh, one of the guys, his name is Sawyer. And I won't give you his real name, uh, but you learned it during the show. And, and somebody uh, asked Sawyer why he's reading so much. He's, Sawyer's always looking for something to read. And he said that there's a, there's a story out there that Winston Churchill read a book a day, even, <laughs> even when they were getting bombed by the bad guys. Throughout the entire war, he read a book every single day. And I thought to myself, a book a day? Man, I used to just be excited if I read a book a year. And then it became, well, maybe I can read more than that and became a book a month and a book a week. And man, now Amber, I'm just trying to read more and more every single day. Yeah, that is so good. And I think, you know, it feels daunting at first when you have not been actively reading. I mean, still, I can't imagine a book a day, but just starting out on the journey and starting, okay, I'm, I'm going to commit to reading this book and commit to having someone to discuss it with, which was really helpful when, as you were coaching me to have conversations about what I'm reading. That's what I think created the excitement for me to continue to read. Because like you said, now when somebody asks me what I'm reading, I've learned to retain more of my reading and learn to see ooh, how this idea connects to life and to leadership. So when somebody asks me, what are you reading? I can enthusiastically say, oh, I'm reading this and it's about this or this, or I can say, I'm reading this book, you know, I don't necessarily enjoy this book and this is why, but it's great conversation. And so it, it really is such a helpful thing that we must incorporate into our life and leadership. Amber, there's a lot of leaders out there probably that are thinking to themselves, or people who are aspiring to be a leader or a person of influence thinking, man, I, I don't read at all. And let me give you a little bit of encouragement. Even if you are not reading right now, you can always start. And I want to give our listeners a little bit of, of encouragement and a kind of a, a to-do. 
you and I both know that I have uh, what's called my top 50 book list, which is actually <laughs> way more than 50 books now because I just can't, I can't take some of those books off my list. But for those of you out there maybe who have gotten into 2021 and you maybe did a little bit of reading and doing some articles and things like that, which are all important, but you really haven't incorporated books in your reading. Let me give you three of my favorite books that I think that you will really enjoy as wanting to be a leader, a person of influence. And here's the first one. It's called How to Win Friends and Influence People. And it's by Dale Carnegie. And Amber, I'm going to let you guess at what How to Win Friends and Influence People is about. It's about um, winning. <laughs> you got it. You got it. It's about winning friends and influencing people. And I, I saw you kind of smile when, when, I, when I started talking about this because what do I say? I am always in that book. Yeah. I am always reading that with somebody. We read it. Mm -hmm. Remember that? Yes. And wasn't it just kind of like a, a, like a punch in the face, a breath of fresh air. And you need to learn how to be an influencer in the right way. And leaders, if you've never read how to win friends and influence people, I know what a lot of you are thinking out saying, thinking to yourself out there and saying, Oh yeah, I've read that. No, you haven't. You, you own the book. It's collecting dust on your shelf and you're looking back and saying, man, that's a good looking book right there, but you've never really read it. And I'll tell you why you probably really haven't read it because Dale Carnegie himself in the beginning in the introduction says, Hey, read through this book and then study it for the rest of your life. And Amber, I've really taken that to heart. And I try to study that book and I'm always in that by myself. I'm in a minute with somebody else and I'm always learning from it. The second book, Amber, is one of my favorites, and this is a book called Leaders Eat Last, and it's by Simon Sinek. And you can read anything by Simon Sinek, and it's good. The guy just knows how to write. He knows how to pull, pull you in. But it's about what leaders do to put their people first. And if you want to learn how to put people first and see if you're really kind of doing those things that a leader should be, Read this book. It doesn't matter if you're young. It doesn't matter if you are old or somewhere in between. This is a great book. And the last one, Amber, is a book called Developing the Leader Within You. And it's by John Maxwell. And shocking that I have a book by John Maxwell that I say start out with, right? But <laughs> Developing the Leader Within You by John Maxwell is a great way to ask yourself some key and hard questions about whether you are doing the right things in life as a leader. So, hey, if you haven't read anything, pick up one, two, or all of these books and, and dive into them and, and see how you're doing. And then let me know how you're doing on them. I'd love to hear the insights that you get because shocking as a leader, I'm always trying to learn, Amber. So the first question you ask everyone that you coach is what are you reading? What are the three books you're reading right now? But the second question you ask is who is teaching you? Now, if they're already reading books, why is the question who is teaching you so important? It's important to know who's teaching you because you want to learn, Amber, uh, the right things and you want to make sure that you're on the right track. So I would say that you want to ask people who know your industry well, wherever that is, whatever industry you're in, and make sure that they have the fruit on the tree, 
Right? That, that's again one of the things my mom always said. If you want to become like somebody, spend time with those people. And that now I know why she wanted me to hang out with with some people and not other people because she wanted me to become a better person. And so she made sure that I was hanging out with the people that would teach me the right things. And I continue that and I've gotten better with it over the years. And I always say, you know, hang out with people like Kevin, people who are mentors, you know, coaches for you. What I like to do is coach people. And that's what I do through my, my company, uh, the rising tide that we love to bring uh, people in and we love to actually come alongside them wherever they're at and teach them. And also the people that I hang out with, I'm very selective because one of my one of my mentors once told me, Mo, you are the five people that you hang out with. And I was like, well, what do you mean? And he said, well, if you hang out with bank robbers, Mo, what do you think you're going to end up doing? And I'm like, okay, I'm going to rob a bank. And he said, of course. And he says, well, if you want to be a billionaire, hang out billionaires. And I'm like, how am I going to hang out with a billionaire? And he's like, I'm not telling you how to do it. I'm saying what you need to do. And I just thought, man, I need to aspire to, to hang out with the people that I want to be like. And so I spend my time talking with leaders, leaders in the home, leaders in industry, leaders in their community. I love leaders and leadership. And so I know within the first few conversations, if this this person or people that I'm going to hang out with are going to be people that I want to spend time with. So my question for people out there today, Amber, is who's teaching you? Who are the people that you are coming coming alongside? It's the people that you hang out with. I want to become better. So how are you becoming better? Who is teaching you? Well, we've covered the listen and we've covered the learn. And next week, we're going to cover the third L of leadership, which is leverage. And I'm excited for that episode because there are three things that all leaders need to learn to leverage that are key to their influence of people and their success as a leader. And so I'm looking forward to covering that third one next week. But as we close, Mo, what are some of your final thoughts for our listeners about the listen and the learn component? Leadership never stops. You are always in the process of leadership. And so this week, as you go out and spend time with people, I want you to think about, am I listening in this situation? And once you start to listen, you're automatically going to learn. And so if you can just get those two things under your belt for the next seven days, I think you're going to put yourself in a great position to have more influence on people. That brings us to the end of this episode. So thank you everyone for listening to the Rising Tide Leadership Podcast. And remember, we are offering a free strength review session with one of our coaches. And if you'd like to know more about that offer, make sure you listen to episode six, Living in Your Strengths. Then go to our website, risingtideleadership.com and scroll down to the contact us section. Mention the free strength review and a member of our team will connect with you. So we hope that you will join us next week again as we continue the three L's of leadership and we continue on this journey together. 
Don't forget to like and subscribe so you don't miss out and share with others so they don't miss out. And we will see you next week.